Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. All right, so he takes me now to Mark chapter 8. Familiar passage of scripture for those of us that have grown up around church. Um, In this instance, Jesus had just, uh, in this Mark text, he had just finished feeding the the 5,000, I believe. That's where this happens. And... He pulls up into this place called Bethsaida. And um, I wasn't led of God to make this no deep point, so I'm not going to. So when you get ready, go look up what Bethsaida means and let it bless your heart. Um, I know what I mean, but just, no, I, I wasn't, it wasn't one of those moments where you're trying to just find points to make a preach. It's something the Lord was saying to us, and I, wanted to miss, I didn't want to miss what God was saying by being impressive. So as I got this text, Vera, he says, I'm going to give you certain things to look for that serve to limit your ability to walk in the creative. And he gave me this particular text. Because in this text, we have this dude that could not see. This dude was blind. And in reading this, he says, I'm going to show you some things, son, that will hinder you from seeing in that next dimension. I'm calling it creative because I want you to be hungry for more. If I just call it vision, I think we can limit it what it is. And that's why I'm being intentional to say the creative. Because I want this to be more than vision. I want this to be, just to build a house's vision. To, to, to get, I mean, anything forward can be called vision. But I'm talking about another dimension to the concept of vision because you're actually releasing that creative power that God has given you. And this plays out in so many different ways. There's no one way that it plays out, but it's just a way of thinking that will govern everything that you do. It's a sensitivity to the fact that God in you gives you the ability to create. Are you with me? Okay, so he gave me this text. He says, use the sun and to show them... uh, I'm going to show all of us how this works and how the creative process is blocked many times. All right? So, let's read the text. Then, um, you know what? I need a reader. Get a mic. I need a reader. And um, I can try to go these points. I didn't write down the verses. I hope I just go in order and don't miss nothing. All right. Here we go. Somebody read from verse 22. Got a mic. Give me verse 22. I'm going to Get steady. Get ready. Go. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and he be- and besought him to touch him. All right, stop right there. All right, so he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him, and this is where point number one is, believe it or not, right there, right there is point number one. Um, to appreciate point number one, um, Vera, um, just, just do a quick skip up down to verse number 25. Then you understand point number one. 
After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And, as, and he was restored. Stop. After that, he put his hands upon him. Go again. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. Uh -huh. And he was restored. And saw every Whoa. man clearly. Whoa. And he was what? Restored. He was? Restored. Restored. Point number one. He is introduced as a blind man. You got to watch the introduction. And be careful who introduces you. Because in this introduction, it doesn't tell us that he once could see. The introduction, Jesus says his sight was restored. The text says his sight was restored. However, in the introduction, they didn't tell us that this boy could have seen before. All they said was that he was blind. Boy, if I was in one church where y'all is shout, I would tell you, you got to watch people who label you based on what you are, forgetting what you used to be and what God is going to make you again. They label you based on the darkness of your condition, forgetting that you wasn't always like this. Lord God. Isn't it something you do one thing wrong and they forget the 10 things you did right before you did the one thing wrong? Don't make me preach this for nothing. I'll preach for nothing. That you did all those stuff right. You made one mistake and now they label you on the mistake you made, forgetting all that stuff you did so here we have this dude who's blind I think it would have been righteous to say as a man that lost his sight but that's what they say they say this joker was blind that even in the, here's the point the point is this the first obstacle to you seeing in the creative is your failure to remember that you used to see. Mm. Your failure to remember that you used to see. That's an obstacle to you seeing now. Because we say dumb things like this. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't see. We can't remember this. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't see. I can't. Pastor, you read. I, I heard you saying, right? But I'm not the creative one. I'm not. I'm just, no, that ain't me. That ain't for everybody. Pastor, this word ain't for, you gotta understand, Pastor. This word ain't for everybody. This is only for certain people. For me, and actually, I kind of disappointed I came to Bible study tonight because this word really ain't for me. Stop it. You remember when your child took four blocks, put them together, and said, This is an airplane. You look at it and they say, what, what, what is this? They're talking about four blocks. Yeah. One, two, three, four. That's a spaceship. <laughs> Hold on, man. So where do we see there? And that one time, I think it was Niall, Danny, I can't remember. They showed me the man driving the spaceship. <laughs> There's only four blocks. And they had one dude up in there, and that dude was driving that bad boy. And I would say, I say, yeah, I say, yeah, you could see at a time in your life. Oh, shucks. You wasn't born like this. You wasn't born so bland. I didn't say blind, bland. You wasn't born so boring. You, you, you weren't born 
with this lack of imagination. There was a time <laughs> what you call it? Where your mind doesn't go. There was a time when your mind used to travel. <laughs> there was a time when your mind used to go places. Don't tell me, yes, it was you. You was there. You was there. You was not always so humdrum. So same old, same old. You wasn't always so easily satisfied. My goodness. <sighs> there was a once time when you had an insatiable desire for more. When you just had a hunger for more. But life has told you, you was always like this. From the time I can remember, that's your problem. Because your, mem your memory can fail you. Because there was a you before the time you could remember. And I even ain't going that far, but let me go to this. This is right here in this Bible study. God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Suggesting that you had an existence before your existence. Because <laughs> he says, I knew you before you were formed. Before mommy and daddy wink. I knew you. Now, ain't that something? So this created, when you came into existence as we knew it, you were already existing with the creative in you well before that. So you were bursting with this creative power, and that's why you made those things you made with blocks. Then he drew someone time, and then he said, this is a garden. So anyway... Was it? He said, this is a garden. Right. I said, where are the flowers? He shows us the flowers. Okay. I said, where is this garden? He said, grass. I said, where is it? So, wherever the flowers is? Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense, the flowers and the grass. Yeah. Creative is in you. You is the same you that you was when you was it. You ain't nobody different. It's still in you. The devil has convinced you that it was never you. He has made you to believe that you was always a settler, that you were never striving, that you were never ambitious, that you were never adventurous, that you never went outside of the box. The devil has convinced you that that's the way you've always been. It's a lie. It, you know, so much so that when children are like that, they take them to get checked out. When a child is on it by himself in, in, in K3 and he just by himself not doing nothing, not playing with the blocks, not playing with the toys, they say, get this boy checked out, something up. Because the expectation is for him to be adventurous, for him to want to find out stuff, for her to want to play with stuff and to feel out stuff and to see what happens when I do this. What happened? Let me pull this down see what happens. That, that was in. How you get to accept everything now? You've lost the inquisitive nature that you were born with. You know what's crazy? Is that this don't sound like preaching. Because this ain't church material. 
What, what happens is you bring in one, one life coach who ain't got no Holy Ghost. Who got, uh, anyway. <laughs> and then he comes and tells you this, but doesn't connect it to the Holy Ghost and to the God that's on the inside of you. He gives you this carnal talk that excites you and makes you feel good, but you don't realize that this is the Holy Ghost in action because every creative, every good and perfect gift comes from above that God has gifted and empowered you with all of this creative juice on the inside of you, but the devil wants you to believe that it's not of God. Watch this. Read verse 22 again for me, please, reader. Ready? Read. 22. Same verse. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. All right, watch this. Read verse 23. And he took the blind man by the hand. All right, good. All right, read, read, um, the, read verse 22 and 23 together. Stop the same place. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand. All right, here's number two. The, the next obstacle to the creative. And the next obstacle, the first one is the fact that the devil convinces us that we was always like this. The second one is that there are people that we refuse to let go. That's the second obstacle to the creative. I'm not calling them evil. You refuse to let them go. Okay. So, just to give you a visual, let me use the tool, because you're sitting right here. Um, all right, I need you, Vera, to bring Yasmin to me. I need you to bring her, because the Bible says, and it came to Bethsaida, and it says, and they bring. So, if the man is blind, the suggestion is that he's being held by the hand, and being brought to Jesus. Oh boy. They bring the blind man to him and begged him to touch him. You gotta beg me. Verse 23, what does it say? And he took the blind man by the hand. Suggesting that this season had to end. Wow. Suggesting that in order for me, Jesus, to take you by the hand, you have to release their hand. Okay. You can. They brought the blind man to him, suggesting that they were leading the blind man because the blind man couldn't see. When the blind man came to Jesus, there was an exchange that had to take place. And so since the blind woman, you got to decide, are you going to keep this that being guiding you or are you going to release that to get the one to take you to the next place? And the problem with a lot of us is we are saying, I want you to lead me, but I ain't letting this go. And so you want Jesus and this. And he says, you can't have, it don't work that way. For what I want for you, you got to trust me enough to let this thing go. <laughs> and then Jesus so off the chain to confirm with you the season is over. He not only takes her hand, but he leads her away from that that brought her to him. Because he don't want this thing in your mind. Because if I mind you, you will say, come, 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 come. He said, no, 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 no. You stay over there, not because you're evil, because your season has ended in my life. Go out to your seat, please. Thank you so much. He says, he says, Denzel, don't preach this as though we were bad. 
He told me that clear. He says, don't teach it like Vera evil. Vera is not evil. Vera begged Jesus. Go back, Dwayne, 22. It says, and besought. Besought means to beg. It means to plead. She pleads with Jesus to heal her. And it's, that means she got good intentions. She wants to see this girl life change. But Jesus says, as good as your intentions are, um, your time is up. You're going to have to get the kind of gumption to free your hand from those that led you who had the right intent for you. You don't hear what I just said. Not the one that led you that had bad intent. There are some people who led you who had good intent. But their season is still over. He says, your creative is going to be blocked because, because you are too dependent on her. You are too dependent on her. I, I, I say this in a long time, but you all know this is true. Um, for your new members, I, I used to say this a lot back in the day. You don't know what food you could put together until you get broke. I have heard people say the stupidest things because they was broke. I said, Pastor, you ever tried vanilla wafers and tuna? This is a true story. This is a true story. And all I'm thinking in my mind, what came over you? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. My thought is, please, some of you are crazy about the trying to nonsense. This, and this is a true story. It's a true story. This was, um, this was Rita. Rita was, she said, I think it was Rita. I believe it was, I'm pretty sure it was Rita. I think it was. She said, have you ever tried it? And my, my issue is, what was happening in your life? To make you want to say, here's some vanilla wafers. <laughs> Here is some tuna. Let's bring them together. Listen, but when you, when you get rid of your crutch, then you start pulling stuff out of you that you didn't realize was there. There's no need to pull deep into you when Vera right there. So you walk off far and you can't say, you say, Vera, 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 where is, where is, where is. And then you stop moving because you know Vera ain't far from you. And God says, so where I have for you to go, I got to separate you from that old place because that's going to be your crutch to fall back on. Dude, you teaching good tonight. He says, I need to sever the tie between you and that that loved you to this point. <laughs> that that was there for you to this point, I'm about to sever that tie. Because that tie is keeping you limited. That's keeping you limited. That well that you've been drawing from, I can clog that. Because your creativity has been stunted because in the back of your mind, if push come to shove, shove come to fall down, and fall down don't get up, I can go back to that well. So God says, what I'm going to do, I'm going to plug that thing. I'm going to force you to dig another well. 
I'm going to force you to find water some other way. I'm going to force you to tap in to what's in you. Because for some of us, we will never tap in until we're put in a place of desperation. And unfortunately, it has to be forced desperation. Because our nature is to stay in the place of comfort. We take the path of least resistance. And so what he does, the Bible says, 23, and he took the blind man. It almost speaks of an act of aggression. Give me him. Your job is done. Give me him. What is so powerful? Oh, man, I can wait. That would be anticlimactic. That's one of my later points, so I can come back to that. That's actually my last point. So let's stop now while I could. Uh, but, but this kind of word, whenever there's a word that's received, that word then, with that word then comes a trial based on that word. Think it not strange if you're going to be forced to disconnect from something in this season. Think it not strange if you are challenged to disconnect. Good God Almighty, that he's disconnecting you from the thing that looked out for you. He's disconnecting you from the thing that loved you. Isn't that what marriage is? We leave from that safe place to the hardest place where you hope is safe. You pray to God, I heard you. Because <laughs> that other place, you know, for 27 years, some of you 30 years, you knew that place. That place, it was jack up, it was twist up, but you knew it. Ain't nothing like when you know your dysfunction. But when you go to this new dysfunction that you don't know, you like, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, I know my crazy, my crazy head brother. I know, my, I know my crazy head sister. I know the crazy people in that house. I know how to deal with their dysfunction. I know where their medication is. <laughs> I know what medicine they need for how they act it. This right here, I don't even know how to medicate this. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I, don't even, I don't know these symptoms. I don't know Stop right here. We're going to release the, the creative. We're going to move in this creative power. But God is preparing us for it. And I'm telling you, this word is not just for Holy Ghost tongues and shouting and worshiping. This will impact every single area of your life. I promise you. This can come alive on your job soon. So come alive. I pray that when we finish with this, There'll be no member of this church that's quiet in staff meetings. When you call that staff meeting, you can go to, you know, let, let me the point out. Let me show you something. Come on here, man. You know, let me, let, let me that marker. I need the whiteboard. Clear. You, clear, you clear for the right. I need this whole board. <laughs> I need this whole whiteboard. I need to show you something. That's what I'm praying for, the burst out of this house. And it's in us. It's in us. Don't forget point number one. The devil making you believe it's not you. It is you. It is you. You are creative. You are adventurous. You are, man, Dora is a joke. You are the explorer. <laughs> That's 
asking you, man. Let's go get it. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 9.30 a.m. and our Tuesday night Bible study begins at 6 p.m. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.